Welcome to Art Talk Live. I'm your host, Julia Noyes, from the Noyes Art Gallery. I'm interviewing artists for your listening pleasure. Haven't you ever wondered why artists do what they do or what inspires them? So here we are, live, to give you the inside scoop. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Talk Live. This is Lynette Fast, and I am here from Noya's Art Gallery. Very excited to share with you the life, the thinking, the stuff that artists do. And join us and find out for yourself. <laughs> with me today is an artist that I haven't interviewed for about six years, and he is on fire with some new stuff. I'm so excited to welcome Greg Sparling to the show today. Hello, hello. And no bunny, no bear costume. No. <laughs> last time you shocked me. Although it's radio, I, I wore a costume to our last interview. It was, it was pretty amusing. It, it disarmed everybody. <laughs> in, the, in the studio, although you're, not, you're listening, it's fun to have, have fun outside the, uh, the, the mic. It was very fun. And you were headed to a little costume party. Yeah, back for then your my daughter. daughter was in preschool. She was yeah. celebrating Halloween, and here Halloween's coming again. Yeah. So I didn't bring my costume today, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it's fun to have have a be an artist around Halloween season because you know we get to show ourselves and celebrate. <laughs> have fun. Yeah. Just have fun, right? right? Well, Greg, since our first interview, I have kind of started a new little format here. I like to begin everybody's interview with a question about uh, how you remember yourself first thinking of yourself as an artist. Like, when was that big epiphany of, oh my gosh, I think I'm an artist? Well, I can remember at a time before I was five years old, specifically speaking with my mother about being a painter. And I always enjoyed Van Gogh, and especially Bob Ross when I was a kid, <laughs> because of PBS. Uh, and I always wanted to be an abstract painter. My mom didn't really understand a five-year-old talking about that, maybe, but I think she gets it now. Um, yeah, painting painting was special to me as a very young boy. And it's fun to watch that in kids growing up now. Because you shouldn't dismiss what children see in themselves. So, yeah, probably, probably as early as mm -hmm. four or five years old, I, I was into art. And I know in some of your recent paintings, you've even shared your canvas with your daughter. Oh, yeah. Well, children have a pure imagination that adults have to work to find. So if you collaborate with children, they often teach you more than you teach them. I think most adults will find. Um, working with my daughter and children at um, art groups in the city, I've grown as an artist because I like to embrace a youthful use of color and uh, children children teach you more than you're going to teach them so if you have the opportunity to work with a young artist dump fuel on them dump paint on them let them have fun and they'll teach you how to do it awesome indeed indeed well as uh we are introducing you we now know you have a daughter that you paint with <laughs> she's 10 we, now we were just yeah. speaking about her in halloween and now she's in fourth grade and she's shown in galleries since she was five her name is scout and um, she's kind of becoming an art partner. She's my best critic. She's, she gets to see my work as it's in progress and offer advice to me. Um, artists, painters specifically as artists, struggle with seeing what they're painting after a few sittings. 
So it's important to have someone outside of the studio look at your work. And children are very honest in their communication with what they see usually, most children. Uh, my daughter certainly is, and a lot of my success is due to using her um, as a critic. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, she's, she's quite the artist, um, and part of what I do now. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Well, you have expanded and explored several things in the last six years, and you're from Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Your family is up mostly around Lincoln here. Yeah. A lot of Lincoln artists in your boy, family. Kid, yep. Yeah. Well, what what type of art do you prefer? You're talking about abstraction. Well, you're talking about childlike colors. It's a little bit cliche, but my art uh, focuses on what is coming, the future of art. And so I prefer contemporary work and viewing contemporary documentaries, viewing contemporary magazines, um, art I can't see in Lincoln, um, and bringing it to Lincoln. So um, a lot of my peers admire my exploration in media and color and uh, size. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I like to think about what is needed in art, not what's been done, I guess is my focus. Mm -hmm. I enjoy what is not there yet. When I see something new at a fine art gallery or or the Sheldon, so to speak, that's what gets me going. Something that's not been seen before. Mm -hmm. You're a very curious person, I would think. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm always lost in the shadows. Crawling around in the woods. <laughs> I'm always looking. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Just observing, paying attention. Exploring, experimenting. Yeah, yeah. That's part of my life. Yeah. Yes. So, describing what is new and innovative, what are you working on now, then? We just got finished doing some murals at Jumpstock in Omaha. Uh, we did a 16-foot by 16-foot mural and a 16-foot by 32-foot one was actually into the woods. Uh, had trees and mushrooms and frogs and owls and fun things like that. And then we did a large 16 by 16-foot owl composed by a local artist named Danny Renault. And when we painted that, it, there was three of us that painted it in a graffiti style, and it made it onto the front page of the Omaha World Herald. So that was a successful team effort. And... Um, just finishing that, I'm on, my, I'm on a momentum that I want to keep it going. So I'm going to be working with Bella Bay Dance Studio in Lincoln and, and trying to get the mural, sculpture mural going for them, an installation piece. Um, I've got a, an interesting piece that's uh, aircraft related. I'm working on a quite a large piece that would not be a traditional Lincoln Gallery piece. And I always tell artists when you're, you have a momentum, if the, if the, Wave is there, surf it, because the waves might not be there tomorrow. So you need to you know, keep it going and use momentum when you find it. I think a, a person who works in any form of art would understand what I'm saying when they can't get going sometimes. So when you're going, you need to use that while it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the creative muse, right? Yeah. And then I always show year-round at the Noyes Art Gallery here on 9th Street. Um, I show at the Metro Art Gallery on, on N Street. Uh, I do work, I show every year at the university on East Campus at the Loft Gallery. And uh, a lot of pop-up shows with the Crash Crew. We'll show at the Resonator Gallery. So we're out there all year long if you want, if you want to find us. 
I'd like to keep it going. You're I think talking I've done over 12 shows this year at least. Sweet. Some one weekend I had three shows going on at the same time. Uh-huh. I showed at uh, Gallery 9 for the first time. Um, I also enjoy I don't I don't show there right now, but I also enjoy a lot going down to for first Fridays after the Noyes, uh, I like to go down to the parish building. Mm. So there's a lot of contemporary um, explorers down there. Yeah, experimenting, <laughs> yeah, try yeah. it out. Yeah. And that's what you like to see. So it's just about living the art and doing the art. And, um, you know, we all have jobs, but you have to have a second or third job as art. Mm-hmm. And just working, working, working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not Ta- easy being an artist. It's not easy at all. Tell us, it's what do you mean? Difficult. Well, um, most people are, are living artists where they're, they're, they're living their art, but they're not working artists. So they're not making an income that will necessarily support them and their families. But... Aside from doing your day job, which do, which does that, you have a second job, which is your art. So after you work an eight or twelve hour shift, whatever you work, you go home and you have to paint for another four to six hours, and then get sleep to go back the next day and do both of those again. A lot of us um, have to parent during that time too, so you need to schedule everything together so it works. But some people can make it work, and some people find it very challenging. So it just depends on what your soul can carry but as much time as you can give to art the more you will be rewarded and i don't mean that in a way that you might think in the ways that are invisible mm-hmm. yeah, not necessarily internally monetarily, yeah. internally or relationships rewarded. or mm-hmm. even even relationships outside your you know mm. yeah. spiritually yeah yeah exactly great description thank you your creative process might look a little bit wild, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not afraid to use anything as a brush. I'm not afraid to paint with or on anything. Uh, I've set fires producing my art. <laughs> um, to the canvas? Yeah. Canvases. Oh. <laughs> I've, I've set canvases. I've burned holes in canvases and sold them. You mm-hmm. can use that effectively if you know how to work with your mistakes. Bob Ross would be proud of <laughs> selling an art piece you burned a hole in, I think. Um, but yeah, to to uh, things around me, um, yeah, it gets dangerous. Spray spray paint uh, is messy. You know, I do a lot of action painting, so flicking your painting gets messy. Um, my daughter knows not to leave her backpack out in the studio. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> paint gets on everything. I don't think there's a piece of clothing I have that doesn't have a little drop on it somewhere. You bet. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a uh, it's a fun process to explore and teach yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, teaching yourself is a lot different than learning from artists. So I, I, I value that. Some people do things differently. But learning on your own and exploring and experimenting leads to what hasn't been done. And that's what I seek to do. So I want to throw something out at you. Yes, sir. Might you actually be looking at other artists, thinking about what they're doing, and using inspiration rather than learning from artists in the way of copying what they're doing or most certainly repeating what they're doing most certainly uh, i think a good way to answer that would be an example so when i'm working in my studio i always have music going or a film going or something around me it may be ambient it may be mm, thoughtful but i enjoy watching documentaries from 
the libraries, university, and they talk about artists' lives and processes. It might even be the artists themselves. And hearing artists talk about how they paint or photograph or view the world helps me to grow and imagine what else I can do with my life. Um, so yes, certainly I am influenced by many artists around the world and time, but I don't choose to imitate. Um, but I would say that you can combine artists sometimes. So you might combine um, Picasso with Jimi Hendrix, and that could be really cool. Um, so yeah, it, it's not even necessarily just visual artists. It's, I, we're a big dance family, and uh, dancing is painted to me when I watch it on stage. And so, yeah, art is boundless. So I think that using film and music and um, viewing artists in the city, yeah, it's it's, it's mm -hmm. organic if you put it all together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I once heard someone speaking about art and ideas and originality say there's no way there is anything original because it's all we are yeah because we are taking it all in and our brain is yeah. it's seeing it and thinking it and then we're just putting it back out it's all in some there's way only so many notes to play on a piano yeah yeah, yeah. well i think, I think that's an interesting thought but but yeah, I, I find when I create a new technique or sometimes even my paintings themselves, you'll think you did something new and see it on the internet and somebody had done it 50 years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, Surprise. It's a cycle. Um, but there, there are new things that people haven't done, especially with um, technology. And, and not just technology as far as you know digital arts, commendable what people are doing with that but technology and paints so I'm like working with these murals using paints that are specifically designed for graffiti artists they're produced here in the United States um, and the technology with our paints is advancing our art we can show a wall in a way that has never been able to be shown um, advancements in fluorescence advancements in blacks you know these things can be used like never before lighting you know sound we're using these things, uh, mirrors, you know, people are using things that we didn't have necessarily before. So there is things that are not yet done. They're just really, really hard to find. Yeah, yeah the unknown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, as you can hear, folks, Greg Sparling has a very curious, imaginative mind. He's a delightful person to visit with, to hear about, to see his art, and I hope that Someday, uh, you will be able to come across him. Where might we find you when I, let's say, I want to meet you? How do I connect with you, Greg? Well, I show year-round down at the Noyes Art Gallery on, in, on 9th Street, excuse me. And then I uh, show at the Metro Gallery year-round uh, on N Street. So either of those places know where I'm at or what I'm doing. Um, and if you want to contact me, they know how to find me. Do a show at the university, like I mentioned. So you mm -hmm. just keep your ears open. I'll, I, I've just come off of doing so many big shows. I don't know what the next one will be yet, mm -hmm. um, but I'm sure it'll probably be in a couple months. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm out there. I'm out there. Well, you've got new ideas. You've got fun thinking. Good energy right now. It's time to ride that big wave. Yeah, keep the fire rolling. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, Greg. Great to visit thank with you, you today. This was a pleasure. It's always nice.
Well, folks, please uh, remember that this program is sponsored by Noya's Art Gallery and our fabulous KZUM. Please listen in on KZUM on their podcast list at 89.3 FM. Once in a while, you'll hear our program, too. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to Greg Sparling and his creative ideas. And join us again for another round of Art Talk Live. This is Julia Noyes from the Noyes Art Gallery, and this has been Art Talk Live. I want to especially thank Lila Cho for her original violin composition that she did special for us. Tune in again. We'll be looking for you.